You're listening to the Frugal Spender Podcast, where we have conversations about the one thing you've always been told not to talk about, personal finance. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Frugal Spender Podcast. This is episode number 28. And today's episode is all about the psychology of an emergency fund and whether or not you need one. When it comes to personal finance, there are some basic principles that you should know and apply. Principles that are accepted unanimously across the financial advice space. Your everyday money management will be dictated by the underlying principles that you understand and apply day to day. Some people are taught these at a young age from either their parents or at school, or if you're anything like me, you just didn't learn them at all. Something that I talk about quite a lot is your mindset around money. Before you even think about an emergency fund, you must be in the mindset of living on less than you earn. And this really is the most important principle when it comes to your personal finance. And it might not be sexy, but it's definitely true. And when it comes to your mindset around your emergency fund, you need to believe that you having an excess of money somewhere is a good thing and that you don't need to expand your spending to fit the size of your wallet. If anything like I was, every time money came to me, whether it was a bonus or whatever it was, I just planned where I was going to spend that money, regardless of whether I needed it or not. I just felt like it always had to get down to zero. This is called lifestyle inflation and it's the silent killer of many people's finances and sometimes sadly lives. And as you progress through your career and life, generally your income increases with age, but so does the cost of your car and your house and your holidays and all the little nice things that you want as time goes on. Practicing restraint is great for your mind as well as your wallet. Every now and again, telling yourself no and delaying pleasure will help you appreciate what you have and will give you motivation to reach the things that you actually want, the things that inspire you, things that actually give you motivation to get up in the morning and do things. So what is an emergency fund? Well, an emergency fund is a pot of money that should solely be used for an unexpected emergency. It is best to think of this money as a safety net, a buffer or your self-insurance policy. It's a barrier between you and the things that will most definitely go wrong at some point. And the reason I talk about this subject quite often is because 9% of the UK have no savings at all, and a third of us don't even have £600 to help us if things were to go wrong. And I don't really think I need to explain how alarming that statistic actually is. The number that you should aim for is pretty subjective. However, the general rule of thumb to aim for is three to six months worth of expenses. Expenses in the context of an emergency fund means the bare bones of your budget, not the lavish luxuries like spa days or your weekly delivery. This is simply what you could survive on if you had no income coming in. And the four main things to consider in this bracket of necessities would be food, housing, Uh, energy, so electricity and gas, and some sort of transportation to get you to and from work or to do things that you need to be doing. Once these basic needs are covered, you can focus on whatever it is you need to do to get back on track, whether it's get another job or recover from an illness or whatever it is that you need to do to get yourself back into a position where you can earn money. So then, why is the title of this episode about the psychology of an emergency fund? Surely it's just a sum of money that you put in your bank account and you forget about it and it actually doesn't really make that much of a difference. It's just a tick box exercise. Well, if that is what you believe, then you are sorely mistaken. And from first-hand experience myself and talking to so many people about their personal finance, the one thing that gives people a sense of peace is having an emergency fund. Personal finance is more emotional than it is numbers on a spreadsheet. 
We aren't robots and you cannot plan your finances around that assumption. And for me, an emergency fund almost completely alleviated the anxiety that I had around money. I wasn't even conscious of it, but hundreds of decisions every single day that you and I make revolve around money. We've just become so used to it that it isn't something that we actually consider or think about. So many decisions that you make have money on that base layer that almost influences what and how you can do things. Consider for a second how your thought process would change around spending, saving or investing if you had no emergency fund and were consistently worried about paying your bills next month versus knowing full well if things went south, you have enough money to get you through troubled times until you get back on your feet. I can assure you that the emotions are polarizing when it comes to those two different circumstances. I've been in both and I can still remember the feeling of worrying about money every single month. I would say 99.5% of all my anxiety around sort of day-to-day, month-to-month money worries has gone. But I think it was so ingrained in me that every now and again, I have to check myself and almost financially meditate and just remember, I have an emergency fund. I go and have a look at that account. I go, okay, we're fine. By keeping your emotional state in check and most importantly fear, you will make more rational decisions with your money and in the long run it's going to benefit your financial health and I'd probably argue your physical health too. This means a much lower or even non-existent level of anxiety around money that I know, like I said, I've always had. The fear that at any moment an unexpected bill will surface, the car will break down or the boiler would break. Before I had an emergency fund, I just didn't consider that feeling of anxiety and how it impacted me on a day-to-day basis. I would have pretty much only negative thoughts about money, uh, that the money gods were just against me. You know, I was never going to be able to earn more money and I was just somebody who was rubbish with money and money was never kind of going to be attracted to me. It really is quite a strange phenomenon. When you have an emergency fund, not only does the anxiety disappear, it seems as though emergencies come your way a lot less. Now, this may be down to the fact that what constitutes as an emergency when you have a few thousand pounds sitting in an account versus nothing set aside would be a bit more. But truthfully, it doesn't even need to be thousands. Even just a hundred or a couple of hundred pounds sitting in an account that is dedicated solely to emergencies will begin to improve your relationship and your decision making around money. And not only that, because you have an emergency fund in place, you're just more likely to be on top of your finances and make better, more informed decisions. Most importantly, you aren't burying your head in the sand, which, as we all know, does not make your problems go away. An emergency fund should be thought of as an insurance policy. Yes, you can have insurance policies alongside that, but you need to self-insure to a certain degree. The reason why I say this is because some people may be reluctant to put this sum of money into an account that will most likely be earning them hardly any interest. And although interest rates are now rising slightly, many of the accounts require you to put this money in an account and lock it away for a year or sometimes more, which means you can't access that account easily. And as far as an emergency fund goes, that's not what you want. You need ease of access. Remember, an emergency fund is not an investment. Insurance costs money to protect you and your money. And that's the mindset that you need to be in. Sure, it would be nice to earn some interest on this money, but the likelihood is that, especially now, in real terms, if inflation's at 10%, you're going to be losing money. Sadly, that's just something you're going to have to come to terms with. The benefit of an emergency fund definitely outweighs that slight loss in value. And for me, the final reason you need an emergency fund is to prevent you from going into debt. 
when you have the ability to dip into your emergency fund when something happens, you aren't forced into using high interest credit cards or take out a personal loan. This buffer protects you from falling into a worse financial situation and keeps you moving forward financially. Honestly, do not underestimate the power of this. One of the main causes of people being stuck in a looping financial rut is the constant need to borrow money and to repay existing debt. They just never get out of that vicious debt cycle. Expensive emergencies always seem to arise at the worst possible times, don't they? Okay, so I wanted to give you some practical tips on how I got my emergency fund together that I know absolutely anybody can apply to their financial situation. Okay, you need to know your number. You need to work out the exact amount of money that you want or need in your emergency fund. And this number, like I said, is subjective. And it needs to be one that makes you feel secure the rule of thumb is between three to six months worth of expenses and if you have a job with a more unstable income and the amount that you take home each month varies because you're self-employed or for whatever reason you're probably going to want to aim more towards the six months so you have that bit more stability in case things go wrong if however you have a stable income and a secure job jobs that covid really exposed as jobs that are actually quite safe in the worst of times i was one of those and that's what we did when i was in the police we had three months set aside and as i went self-employed we've slowly increased our emergency fund just so that we feel that little bit safer. Having a number to aim towards means that you can work out how long roughly it's going to take you to achieve it based on how much you can save every month. Work out your monthly bare bones number times that number by three to six or however many months that you want and this is the amount that you need to save. That begs the question then how do you save? Well, for me, the easiest and quickest way to save is to cut back on your expenses. Now, there's only so much you can do here before you have to try and increase your income, but let's just focus on cutting back at the moment. I truly believe that there's room in every single budget to cut back. I've looked at a fair few budgets now, and I would say the majority of the time, people do not think they have wiggle room to cut back. But when they've put all of their finances onto a spreadsheet or written it down, and it always exposes something, something in their budget where they can cut it out and save a little bit more money. It really is based on your priorities and being intentional with your money. Yes, you will need to cut back on things like luxuries when you're building an emergency fund. It's just as simple as that. To have financial security, you're going to need to sacrifice some things in the short term. And I would argue that's a really good thing. Delayed gratification is something that people just do not practice enough these days. Even if you have a load of money sitting in investments, it's okay to think, I can't afford something. It makes you appreciate more in life. And a little tip for me was having a really narrow mindset when I was building an emergency fund to help me save. Make it your primary goal and stick with it. Almost become obsessed with it. That way you're laser focused and you're being very intentional. And if you focus on it really hard, it's way more likely to happen quicker. Okay, so I want to give you three things that I did in my own finances to build up an emergency fund quicker than I would have done. Firstly, I cancelled subscriptions. Now, this is one you probably hear quite often, but it actually did work. Try looking back through your bank statements and find any historic subscriptions that you may not use or find value from anymore. This isn't to say that you should cancel your Netflix if that brings you a lot of joy and you actually use it quite often. The average person in the UK has seven subscriptions. That's quite shocking. So I'm pretty sure there's a couple that you don't really need and could save a bit of money on. Secondly, sell items online. Go through your house and find items that you do not need anymore. You will find something. This can range from old mobile phones to furniture to something you can make and sell on eBay or Etsy. 
And this tip is twofold. Not only do you get some money for the things you don't use anymore, but you also clear out the house or garage or you know some items that you just forgot were even there, just gathering dust. For me, when I did this, it actually got me really motivated to declutter the house. I mean, I did this during the first lockdown, so I had a bit more time, but it forced me to get things in order and also add zeros to the emergency fund balance. And lastly, overtime. I did as much as I possibly could. And if you work in a job where you can pick up overtime, do as much as you can. There is something psychologically beneficial about working extra hours when you have something that you're doing it for. It's going to a real cause rather than just sort of extra money just for the sake of it at the end of the month. And trust me, every time you go into work or whatever it is that you do to increase your income, you're going to get that dopamine hit. Once you've increased your income or decreased your outgoings or done both or however you decided to do it, you need to immediately redirect that money into your emergency fund. This is the most important part. The last thing you want to do is increase your bank balance and then just go on a spending spree or it just get lost within your monthly spending. You need to be disciplined and separate this money. And a great way to log this would be, you know, in a spreadsheet or write it down. Or if you use a bank like Starling or Monzo, it's really easy to automate just moving money across into a separate space. Not only will it help you keep on top of the numbers, but it's going to help you stay motivated as you see the progress improve. Okay, and lastly, where should you keep it? And I've already kind of touched on this already, but in my opinion, the best place is to keep it in a separate current account or savings account, something that you can have easy access to. Access is probably the most important factor once you've built this money up. You need to consider at any time of the day, 24 hours a day, one o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, can I withdraw this money without having to go to a bank or to call somebody? Can I just go on my phone and buy something? And the reason you keep it separate is because the less you see it, the less chance that you will impulsively spend it on something that may not actually be an emergency is going to happen. Remember, you're not worried about the interest rate, you just want access. But if you do get a bit of interest, it's a bonus. Some people would say this money should be invested because you could be getting a better return, but it should be kept liquid, meaning you can get to it quickly. Emergencies happen and you need to be prepared. So I've already alluded to Starling or Monzo or one of these challenger banks that allows you to separate your money within an account. So it's not actually a separate bank account, it's within the same one. And that is definitely the way to go. And there you go. From my perspective, that's the psychology of an emergency fund, uh, why you need one, where you should keep it in some ways of actually building one up. Let me know on my social medias whether you have one, whether you want one, the things you're doing to build up an emergency fund. And if you get any value from this podcast whatsoever, it would be amazing if you left it a review. It just helps get these financial principles out to more people. Guys, until next week, peace. Peace.